0: Time for the Prophetic Voice of Our Time, a presentation of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church on AM 630, KSLR.
1: The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the Prophetic Voice of Our Time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor of Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We are in such a glorious period of our lives, and in our Christian walk, these are glorious days, tumultuous times, challenging times, major changes coming. Are you like me who oftentimes trying to catch your breath because things are moving so fast? You know, this has been prophesied. We were told ahead of time because God always share his plan and future to the body of Christ through prophetic words that in 2015, things will accelerate that everybody will know that things are moving so fast, all of us are feeling it. All of us are witnessing things. One of the prophecies for 2015 is that this year is going to be explosive, both good and bad, in the natural, as well as in the spiritual realm. There are many things happening at the same time. And sometimes, like me, we do not know which one to do first, as if we're running out of time. You and I, we do not want to miss anything. It is very important, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, that in these days we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We need to depend on him in everything we do, in every choice we have to make, in every areas of our lives. God has been positioning nations for the past several years. But beginning in 2015, we are witnessing so many things that we never thought that it's possible. Many changes, transformations, and situations or challenges that are of global proportion. Hold on to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Meditate on His Word. Be led by the Holy Spirit. These are exciting times. But... When the enemy seems to come like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. Keep that in mind. We have the upper hand. Every time you see all the challenges that we're facing now, look at them as opportunities, as the Holy Spirit. Be a part of the action. Be a part of the glorious days that are ahead. We will continue to see major upheavals and major changes even in this country, in your life and in the body of Christ as a whole. This is a season of glory for those who have been faithful. We do not need to pray for revival. Revival is already here. Make sure that you are in the right place and in a place and an open and a pure heart to receive and manifest God's plan for your life. We really need the Holy Spirit's leading, his teachings, and revelation, guidance, and confirmation more than ever. In John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus said, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father, will send in my name, will teach you all things, and will remind you of everything I have said to you. You need to be under training and discipleship from glory to glory. In 2015 and beyond, discipleship should not be a bad word because discipleship is necessary for us to mature in the kingdom of God. The five offices and all the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit must operate in our lives, in our ministry, in our businesses, in our family, and in our society. Keep this in mind. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14 says, Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Who is deceiving and who is cunning whom? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14 did not say that it is the devil. It is not the devil, but men and women that are in the front lines that preach and continue to preach man-made doctrines to keep the body of Christ from maturing, from receiving what they have and who they are in Christ Jesus. If we preach Jesus and Jesus alone, Or shall I say when we preach Jesus and Jesus alone, the Holy Spirit will come and he will lead us. We will not have any kind of problem or issues. We will only have opportunities to overcome, to implement God's ways of doing things and to challenge and repel the darkness away from us, from our families, from this nation and from other nations. We will know. So discipleship. Is needed, it is necessary for you and I. And if you say, oh, I've been matured, I've been there and that, I've seen it all and I've heard it all. If you're not walking on water, I'm talking about water that is at least 10 feet deep, then there's still room for you to be discipled and to be taught, okay? Because you have not been walking on water, you have not multiplied loaves and fishes, you have not raised the dead, What we have, a lot of teachings, a lot of preachings, a lot of hallelujahs and goosebumps. But 2015, we need results. Isaiah chapter 50 verses 4 and 5, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. Isaiah chapter 50 verses 4 and 5, and I keep on quoting the scripture because it's a part of our instruction for 2015 and beyond. The servant of God says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of a disciple and of one who is taught, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He wakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as a disciple, as one who is taught. And what is the result of the Holy Spirit discipling or teaching you? Your ears will be opened. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 5 says, The Lord God had opened my ear, and I have not been rebellious or turned backward. What does he mean? What does this word mean when it says he opened my ear? It means to say that you can hear and discern the voice of God or the voice of the Holy Spirit. And as a result of... When you start hearing Him and listening to Him, you will obey Him. Because it says here, I have not been rebellious. Rebellious of what? On the instruction that He heard from the Holy Spirit or turned backward. So who is leading and teaching us like Jesus when He entered His ministry on the earth? Jesus relied and depended solely on the Holy Spirit. And He was focused on His mission. And we are his body. We are the body of Christ. We are his followers. We must do the same in every areas of our life. We need to be instructed. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Listen, let us remind ourselves, especially now, we have so many challenges all over us, as if there is no hope because we are ordinary people person. We're not called in any of the five offices in the ministry that we will not amount to anything. We are not that important. Yes, you are important. God has your name. He called you personally, and the Holy Spirit is upon you. All you need to do is to believe in yourself. Now, if you don't have any confidence on who you are, you focus on who God is, his faithfulness. Okay. Let us go to Isaiah chapter 51, verse one, and this is you. Okay. Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. And we are the descendants, or we are seed, of Father Abraham, by and through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Okay, verse 3. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. We have a lot of waste places even in the body of Christ in this country. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Remember, this is the promise of God to those who what? Who follow after righteousness, those people who seek the Lord. That is you and I. So verse 3, for the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. This is thus saith the Lord, right? Okay, verse 4. Listen to me, my people, and give ear to me, O my nation. For law will proceed from me, and I will make my justice rest as a light of the peoples. This is a prophecy not just to the nation of Israel at that time. It is for this time and to the nation of United States of America and to other nations in which there are people who follow after righteousness and people who seek the Lord. And this is what's going to manifest. He says, listen to me. Don't listen to the bad news and the old news and the soothsayer and the doom and gloom prophecies. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Okay. Listen to me, my people, and give ear to me, O my nation, for law will proceed from me, and I will make my justice rest as a light of the people. My righteousness is near, my salvation has gone forth, and my arms will judge the peoples. The coastlands will wait upon me, and on my arm they will trust Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look on the earth beneath. For the heavens will vanish away like smoke. The earth will grow old like a garment. And those who dwell in it will die in like manner. But, he said, this is going to happen. But my salvation will be forever. And my righteousness will not be abolished. Remember in verse 1. Listen to me those who follow after righteousness, and those who seek God. So his righteousness will not be abolished on the earth. It will actually be implemented. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, you people in whose heart is my law. Do not fear the reproach of men. Do not be afraid of their insults. For the moth will eat them up like a garment, and the worms will eat them like wool. But my righteousness will be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. Listen to me, my dear brothers and sisters. This is the prophetic voice of our time. God is using this program and other ministries to release prophetic words to the body of Christ and to the nations, to bring Jesus Christ front and center. There are so many things happening at the same time, even today, good and bad. The judgment of God really started in 2013 and now we will see the full manifestation of that judgment and we will see its full impact starting in 2015. What was prophesied concerning our political leaders is already manifesting. A holy and a righteous God will manifest His judgment on this country to the other nations in the world. And this is the good news. In spite of what you see out there, this nation will turn around if you and I continue to do righteous things. I want to emphasize again, whether you supported or voted a candidate or you hate any of our political leaders' policies, Keep in mind that when God judges a king or a leader, some people suffer. I want you to keep this in mind. So my question for you is this. Are we going to pray for our president and pray for all of our leaders for wisdom, for God to frustrate their agendas and their initiatives and plans or policies that are not in accordance to his perfect will? and reduce the suffering of the American people? Or are we going to be led by our own prejudices, divisiveness, anger? Or are we going to pursue self-interest? Can you and I trust God to judge righteously? Of course. So let him be the judge, and let us get down on our knees and pray for our leaders for the sake of God's people, for the sake of the American people, for the sake of this country. If we do this... We will not have guilt in our hands. As far as our president is concerned, it is up to him now whether he wants to be remembered or recorded in history as one of the greatest president or if he wants to be remembered as the most wicked president of all times. It will be his decision and we need to pray for him to make the right decision. Personally, I'd rather that God will touch him and that God will be pleased with him and honor him instead of judgment. If all of our leaders turn to God, if our president will turn to God holy, his heart is set before God and his will. This nation will see that we have not known the blessing and the prosperity of the most awesome, holy, and a righteous God. And this country will turn around. It is up to you. It is up to us, the body of Christ, to do the right thing. So, let us be united under the banner of love and under the banner of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not based on the color of our skin or our political affiliation, but under the banner of our Lord Jesus Christ. What we do here at Freedom Fellowship Church is we educate our congregants or God's people the issues that are important to God and those things that are not. There is no middle ground for us. Our source is God. We report to him, and he is the one that we need to obey, to believe, and to depend on. The congregation of Freedom Fellowship Church, we are all registered voters. We educate ourselves on all the important issues, whether statewide, citywide, or nationwide. But this is one thing that is forbidden here. We do not attack any candidates or leaders, nor we endorse anyone, but we vote We are very much engaged. We are very active. As you can see, as it was prophesied for 2015, good or bad policies of this administration, the Congress, the state legislature, the governor, or the city, will be exposed for the people to see. We will experience and feel or benefit from the results of any bad or good policies. So American people, we will all be forced to engage because it affects us all. We are one nation. We are one country. We are going to be affected as a whole, as a body of Christ, and as American, as a nation, American as one. No more hidden agendas, no more wicked agendas, and the things will continue to be exposed because of the anointing. Who is that source of the anointing? The Holy Spirit. When Abraham interceded on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah, he confronted God and reminded God who he is, that he is a righteous and a holy God. This is in Genesis chapter 18 verse 25. Abraham told the Lord, far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judges of all the earth do right? So the Lord answered in verse 26. He said, the Lord said, if I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. It showed the mercy and the judgment of God that he was willing to reduce and spare the entire city of wicked people because of ten righteous people. For the sake of ten. And he is a God who changes not. He is still a merciful and he is still the same God who will not judge the righteous with the wicked. When we hear of God's pending judgment which is 2015. Judgment is good for us, the body of Christ, but it's bad news for the wicked. Psalm chapter 7, verse 8, Let the Lord judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Psalm 9, 8, He will judge the world in righteousness. He will govern the peoples with justice. Second Timothy, chapter four, verse eight. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. More than ever, we need the Holy Spirit to make us focus, not to be distracted with anything and to say the word of God only. So who anoints us? Jesus called us, separated us, cleansed us by His blood. The Holy Spirit is the one who anoints. We will discuss more of the anointing later. So we are anointed for the day, for the challenges of today, for our times, so that we'll be able to face all our challenges, to overcome evil and manifest God's glory here on earth. Through the Holy Spirit, we implement God's ways of doing things. And we set the captives free. This is what the anointing from the Holy Spirit is for. And I will continue on that in the next program because we're running out of time. Listen, I am going to China and the Philippines. We will be conducting leadership training, prophetic school, healing crusades, and seminars. And I will be ministering in the Philippines for two weeks and then one week in China. My schedule is completely filled. I know that the Holy Spirit is leading you to sow a seed. This is a great seed, brothers and sisters. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Or you can mail your check to Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas, 78023. Why am I doing this? I am obeying the Great Commission, and together as a body of Christ... It is our seed that we sow to other nation for United States of America. Let us continue to remind God by our action, by our obedience in preaching the gospel all over the world and making disciples that the Lord still has a need for United States of America to remain as a superpower. Because there are many of us who are still the major financiers of the preaching of the gospel all over the world. Also, for our young people, for our children and children's children... I am sowing a seed in the Philippines to teach the young people, business people, in the principles of the kingdom of God. And we will do the same when I get back during the summer. We're going to open it for our young people who wants to better their lives by teaching them the principles of the kingdom when it comes to the realm of finances, free of charge. We are sowing that seed in other nations so that we can harvest them with our children here in the state of texas in the country so go to our website sogmi.org or you can mail your check to post office box 1579 helotis texas 78023 for those of you dear brothers and sisters who already responded god bless you glory coming your way praise god let me pray for you father in the mighty name of jesus i come against the spirit of death and And I loosen forth life. I come against all forms of cancer, paralysis, blindness, deafness, in the mighty name of Jesus. You loosen God's people in Jesus' name. I cast you out. I bind the spirit of lack from your people, and I loosen forth the anointing of prosperity upon them. Father God, for those who are called to finance the preaching of the gospel I pray for capitalization and expansion for their businesses. I pray for promotions, favor, intervention, settlements in their favor, judgment in their favor, inventions, witty ideas, concepts and designs in Jesus name. Call me at two one zero six nine five one six three zero, or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. dot S-O-G-M-I dot org
0: am 630 kslr for more information on sons of god international and freedom fellowship church go to the program guide at kslr.com